All right. Well, we're going to dive into it today um, with the focus being uh, praising and giving honor to the name of Jesus. So what we're going to do, uh, typically on a Sunday, I, I share a message and then, um, and then we pray and you guys go home. But what we're going to do today is a little bit different. We've got a string of testimonies in a row, and it's my hope that as you're listening to these testimonies, that your faith increases and that your affection and praise to the Lord increases at the same time. Um, I'll get it started by looping everyone in. Some of you are visitors or you're new here, so you don't know what this last year has been like in our church. And so I want to kind of catch you up to speed. Uh, About a year ago, I was on this stage and I was sitting in a stool and there was a a table right here. And I was interviewing somebody by the name of Micah Gamboa. She's a a 30-year-old female and she leads this uh, uh, ministry called Elijah Rising. It's a sex trafficking ministry. She's doing just phenomenal things. But nevertheless, uh, I was sitting here and I was interviewing her. We have three Sunday morning services. And during the very first service, she had just walked on the stage. I said, Micah, go ahead and tell everybody hello. And she said, well, before I get started, I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me. And as soon as she said that, her eyes rolled back in the back of her head and she began to slip right out of her chair. And so I assumed in the moment that she was having a type of a seizure. So I ran around the table and I grabbed, I grabbed her. And I just started saying, Micah, it's okay. Relax, it's okay. And then it became very apparent very quickly. She wasn't having a seizure. It was far more critical. And so I laid her down on the, uh, on the floor and there was a gentleman by the name of David that was here, and he was, used to serve in the military, and so he knew what to do. He came up, and he started giving her CPR. But every time he pumped on her chest, blood would pump out of her mouth and come down her nose. I don't mean to be gross, but I'm just trying to tell you how serious it was. As he began to pump, uh, a... a um, a doctor in our church, her name is Winnie, Dr. Winnie King, she was standing right down here, and uh, then she came up to help, and she turned Micah's head to the side, um, and she began to do some things that if I described them, they would be gross, but she was trying to save her life. And uh, all the while, I'm holding Micah's head, and I'm praying. Uh, We called 911, the ambulance came, They came down the center aisle. The first thing that they wanted was the congregation to leave the building. Um, I sat on the front row and I let the paramedics work. And while they were working, I heard a familiar sound. Um, It was just this long beep. And I knew that she had passed away. Um, I found out in the moment... Um, that she was in full arrest. And so full cardiac arrest means three things have stopped. Your heart has stopped, your brain has stopped, and you're no longer breathing. And so she's in full cardiac arrest. As they begin to start putting their equipment away and start packing up and getting ready to leave, um, 
they brought a stretcher down and, and in my mind I'm seeing them pick her up and they're going to zip her up and it's going to be a terrible scene. And all of a sudden her heart beats, started going beep, 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 beep. And I thought to myself, she just came back to life. She didn't open up her eyes and she didn't start breathing, but I knew that she had come back to life. And so they, they brought her out, they rushed her out, they put her in the van, they rushed her to the hospital, and um, 24 hours later she was awake, 48 hours later she walked out, which is a complete miracle, a complete miracle. She, she had a 3% chance of living by the time she got to the hospital. For her to walk out with any lasting effects, mentally or physically, uh, was the, the probability was very, very, very low, uh, very high for her to, you know what I'm saying. Um, I f- flipped out, I'm like, what just happened here? Uh, two weeks later, I was in Brazil with uh, a mentor that's in my life. His name is Dr. Randy, and I was just having some coffee with him. And I said, I don't expect you to know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How many of you have a, a list of things you need to ask God when you get to heaven? Are you with me? It's like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why did this happen? And so I said, Dr. Randy, I I doubt you're going to have the answer to this. I'm going to ask God when I get to heaven, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Why did Micah die on our stage? Not an hour before or an hour after, on our stage. She's 30 years old in perfect health. And he said, you know, Frankie, I don't know why she died. But I do know that you saw somebody die and come back to life. And now you can believe God for anything. I thought, and then he looked at me and he said something that I just knew for whatever reason. For whatever, I know it was a God moment, but he just looked at me and he said, Frankie, I believe that you're called to heal the sick. And when he said that, I just believed him. I just believed him. That's the only way I can say it is I just believed him. That night we went to church. We were in Brazil. I prayed for somebody. And while I was praying for him, I could feel heat on their, on their ankle. Their ankle was, was broke or he, he injured it playing soccer or something like that. But his, his ankle started getting hot. I thought, oh my goodness, I've never seen this before. I've been in the ministry for 20 years. Prayed for the next person, someone else got healed. Prayed for the next person, someone else got healed. All week long, people were getting healed. And then I came back home to celebration. And I'm like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if, if God can make miracles like go over water. You know, I don't know. <laughs> and so I was like, well, let's go for healing at celebration. Let's see what happens. People got healed in the first service. People got healed in the second service. People got healed in the third service. And then from January 1st to today of 2019, every single service, people get healed. Every single one. Every single one. 
Not everybody we pray for gets healed, but a lot do. Sometimes we have to pray for them two or three weeks, two or three months. But every single service, sometimes we pray for a person and we don't even know them. We prayed for them, bang, they get healed right there. We've seen blind eyes open. We've seen deaf ears open. Cancer completely healed. And so naturally, Brazil has a special place in my heart because that was, well, that was my first. (laughs) That was a dumb way of saying it. Um, But uh, (laughs) it was my third service, so you start getting weary by the time. Um, But Brazil... Uh, that was was where the signs started happening. Now, in retrospect, I can clearly see that it was the Sunday that Micah passed away when everything changed in my life, but I didn't know it for two weeks later when Dr. Randy told me, I believe you're called to heal the sick. So Brazil has just got a special place in my heart. So I asked our prayer partners, we've got about 110 prayer partners. I said, does anyone want to come back to Brazil with me? on my one-year anniversary kind of thing. Well, I was able to bring about 40 with us, and, um, and they saw and experienced the same thing that I did. Many of them saw even greater miracles than I did and prayed for people and saw even greater miracles than I did while I was there. And so I want to bring Jesus glory and praise this morning because I know many of you are Christians, but you haven't seen a miracle in a long time, maybe not ever, and you don't know if God still does those things. I have a friend of mine that text messaged me a couple weeks ago and he goes, I'm trying to believe God for a miracle. He lives in another city. He doesn't go to our church. I haven't seen him in a really long time. He goes, I'm trying to believe God for a miracle. I'm reading Christian books. I'm reading the Bible. He goes, can you tell me any testimonies that's happened in this day and age that can increase my faith? (laughs) I said, yes, I can. Go to our website and just pick any sermon you want to. Fast forward to the end and there'll be a testimony there. Just pick any one. I don't care which one you listen to. There'll be a testimony at the end. Because every single Sunday we share a testimony of somebody that got healed the previous week. Raise your hand if you know what I'm saying is true because you go to this church. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome. But a lot of times, uh, for the sake of time, I don't, uh, we only have one person share a testimony. Well, this morning we've got about five or six and they're going to come up and they're going to share it really quick. But it's my prayer that while they're sharing their testimony, that your faith begins to rise. Um, The first person I'd like to come up is Brian. Brian, why don't you come on up here? Make him feel welcome, will you? Share an experience you had. We do indeed serve an awesome God. Yes. In Brazil, I had the privilege to pray for this woman in her 50s named L.E.H. She had a tumor in her head for 13 years. And so I prayed for her. I asked for the Holy Spirit to fill her with his love. And I prayed for her tumor to dissolve. And while I was praying, she was telling me she was feeling some heat in her left ear. And she went on to describe how part of the treatment for her tumor that she lost all of her hearing in her left ear. So I said, well, let's pray for your ear. And I prayed. And after the first prayer, she had 50% of her hearing back. 
And at the end of three prayers, she had 100%. Praise God. Praise the Lord for that. And then we decided to pray for her tumor. And I prayed again, prayed for her tumor to dissolve. I prayed for her cells to have the life of Jesus, to have the same vitality when she was in her mother's womb. And her eyes got big, and she told me she felt something in her head and that the tumor was gone, and that she couldn't wait to see her doctor because she knew the tumor was done. Yes. And she became so enthusiastic, she was dancing wildly, that I thought she was going to get hurt just from dancing. But yeah. praise to the Lord for that. Amen. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. Thank you, Brian. Davina, tell everybody what experience yes, you had. Yes, good morning, Celebration. Um, several, several miracles and testimonies, but the one that stood out most significantly to me was uh, I was at a small church outside about an hour from the hotel, and I met a gentleman by the name of Gernardo, and you have to understand that the language barrier is either Portuguese, a little bit of Spanish, and very little English. So a lot of times uh, we were asked that to communicate with him would be that if it was about the same, the pain, or if it was better. And uh, he came up and he asked for prayer, uh, for pain that he had been feeling um, in his head from one side of his head to the other for over 15 years. And I said, okay, I said, let's pray. So I put my hands on his forehead and started praying and just asking for the Lord to restore um, this the, the normalcy and, and to remove this pain from him. And um, he opened his eyes. I said, how do you feel? And he goes about the same. I said, okay, well, let's pray again. And so I put my hands on him again and started praying and, and just stayed with him in, in the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, he opened his eyes. I said, how do you feel? And he goes, <laughs> I said, that's a good sign. And I said, is there anything else that we need to pray for? And he says, yes. He says, um, he says I've had this pain in the back of my, uh, on my back, right below my shoulder blade. Um, I said, okay. I said, let's pray. So I put my hand on his back and we started praying and, and uh, just asking for deliverance from that pain as well. And um, I looked up and he says, yeah, yeah, you know, just trying to communicate with such enthusiasm. And, you know, I had the next person to come up to me and I said, praise God and be with you. And, and he, he took off and kind of ended up running. And, and um, I started praying with this other lady. And from the corner of my eye, I noticed he was coming back and he made a V-line towards Miriam. And, and, and I saw that she was motioning like, you know, like, is there something we can help you with? And she explained to me that he was saying, where is that lady? Where is the lady that prayed for me? And she says, well, she's praying with somebody else. And he goes, you don't understand. I've been in the hospital all day today with this pain. I have no pain. And when she touched my back, it was hot like fire. And we're just, <laughs> amen. <laughs> I tell you, God truly showed so much to all of us. And then some, and I, Pastor Frank, I didn't say this the other two services. And I want, you, I, I want to thank you so much for just being so faithful and stepping out. And bringing us along with you to to enjoy and experience this journey with you. Oh well, we love you. you. We love you so much, so much. All right, uh, Miriam, uh, share an experience with us. 
Good morning, everyone. Uh, you're going to get the, the, a little bit more of the version of my testimony because it's the last one, uh, the last service. But uh, I've been praying almost all morning in this church or all night. It was in the evening for GI problems and back pains, GI problems and back pains. Say, Lord, well, they all are healed and some of them walked very, very encouraged and with no pain. And then comes this beautiful young lady. She's pregnant, six months pregnant. And, and she says to me, I want you to pray because the doctor says that my baby has birth defects and that he's hydrocephalus. And uh, she was crying and weeping. And uh, at that moment, I said, Holy Spirit, come in my mind. And I went on my knees. This is a part I didn't say in the previous services. And the first prayer that I made was face to face with her belly, on her belly to the baby. I spoke in the name of Jesus to the baby. And then I stood up and I prayed with her again. And I pray again. I declare that the baby was going to be perfect in Jesus' name. Nothing missing, nothing broken to live the long life. And then on the fourth time, I told her, I want you to put your hand in your belly. And pray the same way that I've prayed for your baby. And we prayed together. And she opened her eyes. And she said, I, he moved. He moved. And I said, well, he's healed. He's healed in Jesus' name. And she said, I'm going to the doctor. And, and I said to her, and he's going to tell you that your baby is perfect. Because Jesus did it today. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, Marjorie. Yes, yeah, so it's like I was saying before, it's just, it's, just, it's just difficult to say one or two testimonies because we saw so many miracles there and that we would wish to be able to share with you guys. But the highlights for me were um, Eliana, this lady that she had um, surgery on her eyelids and it was malpractice and she could barely open her eyes and she was asking for prayers that she could open and see clearly. So I started praying over Eliana and I put my hands over her eyes. And just, just by praying by the name of Jesus over her, over her eyes, immediately I saw a huge smile on her face before I removed my hands from her eyes. And when I moved my hands off, her eyes popped open. And she was, she was her eyes for the first time. She said that she for the first time could open her eyes and see clearly. And she was just crying of happiness and, and, and praising the Lord for it. And then I had this other lady, Ana Luisa, that she was brought with, with two people helping her because she could barely walk. And she was telling me that she was suffering of myalgia. It's like an acute pain of from head to toe, and it's uncurable. And she says that she can't function, she can't walk, she can't work. And um, so I started praying over her, and she said that she started feeling this tingling. And she says, continue praying. I feel something is happening. Something's happening in my body. I feel the pain is going away. Don't stop. Please don't stop. And I continue praying by the third time. Eliana was, I mean, Ana Luisa was completely free of pain. She was just jumping of happiness. It was, it was kind of, and she would run back and forth from the church. She went, got her husband, her daughter. She brought us in the front just to show that she was healed. And then she would say, Instagram, 
Facebook. You know, like she wanted, she was so grateful. And these are the things that will stay with me forever. And I thank Pastor Frankie for letting, for taking us there and experience this. This is a life-changing experience. So precious. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, this one's real shy, so, so bear with her, okay? Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> going to Brazil was such a blessing. Never going to be the same. I wasn't going to go to Brazil. This guy, emotional blackmail, so I had to go. And just the blessings poured out. The Lord um, had me pray for a girl who um, she said she needed prayer, came up to me, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? You're too cute. You don't need prayer. You're way too cute. And she's like, my feet, I've been, you know, was born with flat feet. So she has to wear certain shoes, flat shoes, and she can't move her toes or anything, and she's in pain. And they're as flat like, like this wood. I mean, they're just flat. So I'm like, oh, because I don't like feet. I want to pray for feet. Give me something else. So I said, sit down. Keep it real. Sit down. Take off your shoes. Okay. Just start praying. And immediately, I'm telling you immediately, just the power of God just came upon her. And he just started cracking her feet. And her feet were arching. She had no arches. Her feet are arching, her toes are bending, and she's in amazement. And I'm like, this is really happening. So in the middle of it, I get somebody, hey, you got to film this. So they're filming her feet, and they're just being perfectly, like, cracked and just the power of God, like a chiropractor when they crack your neck. So she gets healed. I'm like, yes, Jesus, you're amazing. Next person comes up. It's my feet. I said, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. What's wrong with you, cutie? She's like, well, and I look down, and her feet, like, one's going this way and one's going that way. Like, they're on different sides of the road. You know, one is making a left and one's making a right. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. Take shoes off. Takes her shoes off. Start praying for her. And this was just beautiful because it was like molding like the warmth of Jesus just came upon her feet and as I'm touching them you could just feel the molding like like the potter just molding her perfect the way she's supposed to be and before you know it her feet are like and they're facing the same direction we're so amazed I'm like thank you Jesus I'm I made her, I was like, keep your shoes off. And I kicked off my shoes and I'm like, we're going to do a little runway walk. So we did a little runway walk because, you know, she could walk right finally. Another woman on the beach, the Lord led me to her. She had a cast on. I was like, okay, Jesus wants to take that cast off of you. She was like, what? I said, yes. So started praying in a minute, unwinding her cast. And I'm making me and the girls that are with her, I'm like, we're going to say Jesus each time. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Everybody's looking at us like we're crazy. I don't care. I'm crazy for the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It comes off. She looks at her arm and she moves it. She's like, what just happened? And I said, Jesus just happened. Praise God. (laughs) All right. Um, One of the hardest parts uh, about being in Brazil 
is, is trying to catch it on video. Um, because you don't know when God is going to heal someone. You don't know um, if, if God's going to heal them. It's just people are getting healed um, throughout the entire night. And so to catch it on video is so hard to do. But uh, we did get a video of Serena doing their runway walk with a girl who had flat feet. Take a, take a look at this, this runway walk. She can walk like that. Perfectly straight. Her little baby's there and she starts jumping up dancing because her mommy's feet are perfectly hit. Now this, this other video was the first testimony she gave where the bones were literally moving in Serena's hands. Um, and we got that on video. Take a look at this. There wasn't an arch there. Look at that arch. And they just keep coming and it keeps forming them perfectly. David, share your story with us. Um, yes, there was a young man that was 25 years old, and uh, he had been born, uh, when, since he was born from birth, he could only use about 50% of his lung capacity. So he wasn't able to play like any kind of heavy activity or sports or anything because he couldn't take deep breaths. So he asked me to pray for him, and as I was praying the first time, I asked him anything happened, he said no. So we prayed again. The second time, uh, nothing happened. And the third time, I put my hand on his chest. And before I even started praying, I could feel something moving under my hand. And his, he had his eyes closed. His eyes opened up wide like, what just happened? And I said, well, take a deep breath. He took a real slow, deep breath. He was so excited. He started jumping up and down and running around the room, something he had never done. So God had healed him. It was pretty amazing. And then there was a young lady, 75 years old. She had had surgery a year before. She could only see about 30% out of her right eye. So she asked for prayer. So I prayed for her eye. She said it was about 20% better. So I prayed again, and it was a little bit better. And so we prayed again, and then she goes, oh, my gosh. I said, what just happened? She goes, well, my right eye can still only see about 60% better. But I said, so what did the Lord do? She goes, well, I was completely blind in my left eye, and now I can see. So that was amazing. And then there was a lady, her name was Conceiva, and she um, had had surgery three years before on her right ear, and her ear canal had collapsed, and she couldn't hear at all. It was completely deaf in her right ear. So 
I looked in her ear just to verify that, and it was, there was no ear canal. I couldn't see anything. So I said, we're going to pray. So we started praying, and 30 seconds later, her tears were just streaming down her face. She goes, I can hear. So I said, can I look in your ear? So I looked in her ear, and God had opened the ear canal in her right ear, and she could hear 100%. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I'm, I'm laughing at myself. Have you ever looked at yourself outside of yourself, you know, in your head? And I'm like, Frankie, you look like a big goon up here because I'm like this. Uh, but I've, I've been waiting for this, uh, you know, for my, my whole adult life. I've been a pastor for 20 years. And I got about a year and a half ago, the Lord saw my heart. And I was getting sick of grading a service the same way. This is actually very embarrassing to admit, but... Here it goes anyway. Um, if the sanctuary is full of people and the band did a good job and my sermon was well received, then it was a good day. Um, and then all of a sudden, I started telling the Lord, God, people are walking in here sick and they're leaving sick. They're walking in here with needing a healing and they're leaving still needing a healing and I'm done with it I'm done with it and I told the Lord I can't do this for the rest of my life I've been doing it for 20 years and I cannot do it anymore I'm not doing it anymore I don't care if the place is full or if it's empty I'm not doing this same thing anymore either you move or I don't want to do this I'm done I don't know if you've read the Bible in a while, but on every single page, there's a miracle. <laughs> okay? Every single page. And on every other page, it says that you and I are supposed to be doing miracles. Um, just to sh share a few off the top of my head, in John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus says, If you believe, look how high the bar is. <laughs> All you got to do is believe. If you believe in me. If you believe in Jesus, not if you're perfect, not if you're the Pope, not if you have, if you're in the ministry, not if you work at a church, if you believe in Jesus, that's the bar. That's the only qualification. If you believe in Jesus, Jesus said, yeah, put your hands together for that. If you believe in me, Jesus said this, it's in red. Okay, you will do the same works, works that I have done even greater works because I'm returning to the father in Mark chapter nine, verse 23. It says, if you believe all things are possible to those who believe Mark chapter 16, 17 and 18, it says these signs shall follow those who believe. How many people believe in Jesus? Raise your hand. Okay, this includes you. This includes me. It says, these signs shall follow those who believe. And there's five of them. You'll be able to speak with a new language. You'll be able to cast out demons. If you drink anything poisonous, you won't be harmed. You'll be able to handle snakes, which are people, a.k.a. We're not talking about going to the pet store handling snakes, all right? 
You're like, and you know a snake when you see one, right? You're like, you're a snake girlfriend. I ain't going to try to say it, but you are. (laughs) It's the third service. I start getting sloppy in the third service. And then number five, you will lay your hands on the sick and they shall be healed. It doesn't say you will pray for the sick. It says you will lay your hands on the sick and they will be healed. And so I reached a place in my life where I'm like, I'm praying for the sick and no one's getting well. And right in that door, right around there is uh, another office that, um, that I pray in during the week. And for hours and hours and hours, I'm telling the Lord, either the Bible is real or I'm doing something wrong. Either the Bible is real, or I'm doing something wrong. And I know the Bible is real. So what am I doing wrong? And then all of a sudden, Micah takes one for the team and dies. (laughs) And at that point, I don't know what it had to do with anything, but at that moment, my faith just went straight to the moon. It went straight to the moon, and miracles started happening one after the next. And faith... If you're going to remember something about today, doubt is contagious. Faith is also contagious. So you have to ask yourself who you're hanging out with. Okay? Are you with me? Say yes. So my faith is high. The prayer partner's faith is high. People who come to Celebration Church, their faith is high. Let me share a, a testimony since everyone else got to share one. I want to share one too. This was in Brazil. Um, this, let me show two pictures, a, a lady of a picture with two ladies in it. Um, the one on the right with a colorful dress, she came walking up to me. I was just uh, a prayer partner and I'm waiting for people to come up to me because I want to pray with them. And she came up to me and then next to me is um, somebody on our church staff. His name is Tiago. He's Brazilian. He's not here this morning because... He's not feeling well, but he is watching online, and he can hear you. So even though you don't know him, would you just put your hands together for Tiago? <laughs> Tiago is, um, is fluent in Portuguese, and, um, and if it weren't for him, I'd still be lost in Brazil right now. <laughs> in fact, when, I was, when I, was, I was trying to learn Portuguese while I was praying for people... And, and I didn't know it, but in some language, I was trying to say more God, more, give them more God. But I was saying corn, give them more corn, give them more corn, God, give them more corn. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, help me, Lord, help me. I was supposed to be saying mice, mice. And I think I was saying mice, 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 God, mice. And I'm like, man, nobody's getting healed. What's going on around here? I'm like, maíz, maíz, Jesus, maíz, Jesus. Nobody got healed for like hours. I'm like, man, I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, the the lady on the right, she came to me. And uh, the lady on the left, the young girl on the left, came to Chiago. So Tiago is, is interpreting for me, and he's telling me, hey, her shoulder um, is injured in her wrist and her arm, 
And then he'd go back to the girl that he was talking to, and he's like, what's wrong with you? And then he's going back over interpreting for me, and then he's talking there, and he's going back and forth, and I'm like, this is not working. And so I said, um, ask the, what's, what's the young girl? What does, she, what, what does she need, the girl on the left? And so there was a mass in her chest the size of an orange. And she was believing God that she would be healed. And so I, I told Chiago, I said, tell the young girl that she's going to pray for the older lady. And the older lady is going to get healed. And then that's going to build her faith to know that she's next. And so Chiago, he translates that. And the young girl is like, what? <laughs> I came here to get prayed for. I ain't trying to pray for anybody. I'm trying, like, she could just see, like, she, her faith just went, Vroom. And, and so we're going to give her a crash course. Like, look, just lay your hands on her and say in the name of Jesus and pray short. Pray short. Don't pray a long prayer. And so she puts her hands on her and she starts praying for like an hour. Jesus this. Jesus that. And, we're, and so all of a sudden, Chiago goes, amen. Like, <laughs> you're done. You're done. You're done praying. So she started moving her arm and she's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I feel so much better. And so we translated, do you feel 100%? She was like, no, not 100%, but I feel better. So like, okay, we're going to pray again. And so uh, the young girl prays for her and she ends up getting healed and she's all excited. She's raising her arm, she's moving her hand. And so now it's the young girl's turn. And the, the size of the orange was on her chest. And so he said, put both hands on the mass. And so we start praying. And uh, how does it feel? She goes, it's getting smaller. And we're like, praise the Lord. And so we keep on praying. We said, how does it feel now? She goes, it's getting smaller. And so, and so it ended up going away. And what we did is I could, this is the hardest part, as I mentioned earlier, in Brazil, to, to catch God doing something. It's very hard to catch it on video. And I didn't catch it, but I caught it immediately afterwards. Um, take, take a look at this. Sumiu? It's only a certain time. Oh my goodness. What a dude. She's, like, she's trying like to a little, uh, say how big it was really gone, and how much it shrank. And she's trying to use a knuckle to describe it. Would you put your hands together for the Lord? Would you go ahead and stand up on your feet for me if you would? There's some of you in this room that you're celebrating um, because you know that God moved in their lives and you can see it and it's fun to hear the testimonies. But you yourself, I'd like the worship team, you guys can go ahead and come on up, uh, worship team. But you yourself, you need healing. You need one. And um, I just want you to know that people are going to walk out of here healed, out of this service healed. And uh, there's no reason why you can't be that person. Because in Romans chapter 2 verse 11, it says that God has no favorites. No favorites. So King David, he loves you just as much. He murdered a person. So if he's going to love anybody more, it's probably you. But no, I'm just kidding. But he has no, no favorites. He has no favorites at all. So why don't you do this? This is what I'm going to do. 
In John, the book of John, Jesus healed six people. And none of those six people that I'm thinking about right now, there were six, he healed more than six, but there were six individual healings among them that they did not get healed until they tried to do something that they couldn't do before. So when he looked at the person that was lame, he looked at him and said, stand up and grab your mat. He had to stand up. He had to lean forward and gra- like he's going to get up. He didn't know if he, could, if he was going to be able to get up. But Jesus told him to stand up. And so he had to stand up and grab his mat. There were ten lepers. And Jesus says, you're all healed. Well, they weren't healed. Jesus said, you're all healed. He said, go back to the synagogue and tell the high priest about your healing. While they're walking away, they're still sick. They didn't get healed until they started walking away to go do what Jesus told them to do. And then they were healed. Example after example that the healing came in when they had tried to do something that they couldn't do before. And so this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you need, if you can't see out of one of your eyes, as an example, or if you have partial vision of one of your eyes, I want you to cover up the good eye. If you can't hear or you have partial hearing out of one ear, I want you to cover up the good ear and try to listen out of this ear. If, you, if your back hurts, I want you to try to make it hurt more. I know that sounds crazy, but just trust me. I want you to try to make it hurt. I want you to go like this. I want you to provoke the pain. If it's your shoulder, I want you to do this. 11 people got healed this morning, just like you right now, 11. That was before people came down to the prayer partners. And so I want you to just begin to provoke it right now. And I'm just going to wait about 30 seconds. Father, in the name of Jesus... As they're moving, Holy Spirit, I want you to move through this room. Every muscle in this room, every bone in this room, every vein in this room, every artery in this room, you were created by the hands of Jesus. And we command you to be whole in every single way right now for the glory of God, for the glory of God, for the glory of God. Now go ahead and try to move. Try to do something you couldn't do. But try to bend your knees, move your ankles, whatever it is, whatever it is. I want you to try to do something you couldn't do. Move your neck around, move your back around. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, a, a doctor who does back surgeries, if he does a second surgery on someone and they're healed by 10%, they call that a raging success. If you feel like you are at least 80% better than you were a moment ago, I want you to wave both hands over your head just like this. 80% better. There's one right there. There's two right there. 80% better. Go ahead. Put your hands together. Wave your hands over your head if you feel yourself 80% better. There's three right there. There's three. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone else? I want you to try to provoke it. I want you to try to move. Is there someone here you're deaf deaf or you're losing hearing in your left ear? Is that somebody? You back there? I want to pray for you. Come on down here. uh, See, anytime I move, come over here. Your left ear. Don't come down if it's your right ear, okay? I know that sounds silly, but 
when, when I get a word of knowledge like this, if I'm wrong, then I have to look at you and say, hey, I thought God was talking to me. No, 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 stay down here. If I'm wrong, then I have to look at you. It's immediate accountability. I have to look at you and I have to say, hey, I thought God was talking to me, but he wasn't. That was just me talking. But if I'm right, God just told me who he's about to heal. God just told me who he's about to heal. So it's a left ear. Now, if you say it's my right ear, we got prayer partners that's going to come down here. You come find a prayer partner. They're going to pray for you. You're going to get healed. But I just need to just follow the Lord. So come stand together. I want to pray for you real quick. Also, your left elbow on the inside. I don't want to be in general so that I don't get embarrassed. I don't mind being embarrassed. If God talked, if he spoke to me, then great. If I thought he did, but it was me talking to me, then I just say, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to waste your time. But if if it is, it's the inside of your left elbow, right in here, the inside of your left elbow. If it's giving you pain and, and any shooting pain almost, right here, come on down, come on down, come on down. Also, um, the, oh man, help me God. Right back here, it's like the, the back of your tooth, the, 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 like your wisdom tooth on the, on the right side, your bottom jaw. Right down here. Is that anybody in this room? I don't know if it's your wisdom tooth, but it's your jaw. Is it you? Beautiful. Right down here. Right down here. You too? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What about your vision? Um, I just gotta I just gotta run with it, okay? I just gotta run with it. Your your um vision in your right eye. It's I don't think you're blind, but I think it's just it's it's going away. It's been going away and it's been scaring you to death. Vision in your right eye, it's been going away. You think maybe you're 50%. You've lost about 50%. Is that anyone here? Is it you? Good. It's your turn anyway. You've been investing into people for your whole life. Today's your day. Praise the Lord. Is it you? Your job? Alright, come right down here. Praise God. Praise God. Alright, prayer partners, come down. All these words are coming to me this fast, but I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to go any longer. Um, whatever the, the greatest miracle that anyone could ever have is to have a sinful heart and then come to the Lord and say, I'm so sorry for my sins, and they get forgiven. And there's and a heavenly place that's reserved for you immediately because you said, I'm sorry for my sins. If that's you, that's the greatest miracle that can possibly happen. If your life is not right with the Lord, I want you to come down and I want you to find a prayer partner down here and let them pray with you. And also, if you need a physical healing in anything, I don't care what it is, cancer has been healed, you name it, it's been healed this year. Come down here and find any prayer partner that's available. These prayer partners, their faith is so high, they think they can walk on water right now. So today is the day for you to come down here and grab the hand of a prayer partner. There's no official dismissal, okay? There's no official dismissal. You can leave whenever you get ready. But if you would, would you just sing this song one time through before you go? Be blessed in the name of the Lord. Have an awesome Christmas. We're going to have a Christmas Eve service. It's a one-hour service. I think it starts at 5. I'd love to worship with you that night. Um, but be blessed. Have a wonderful Christmas. I'll see you next Sunday.